So two days ago, I get a text from a buddy of mine who we talk a lot about uh, movies and, you know, the meanings behind and symbolism and filmography and things of that nature. We get into really deep conversations about a lot of that stuff. And he showed me a website where apparently it was set up to tease the upcoming Matrix 4 trailer. And I'm sure a lot of people have seen it by now uh, because the trailer has already been released and this website that came out is probably went around and did its fair share over the internet of moving around. And basically it was click one of the two, you know, the red pill or the blue pill, and it'll send you to a teaser uh, that'll say, you know, two days from now the trailer's coming. But the unique thing was that no matter what time you pressed it, it would always read the time off to you. So it's like, oh, you believe it's 2.09 and it's not. And then if you did it like 10 minutes later, it's like, oh, you would believe it's 2.19, but it's not. So it was very unique how they did that as, a, you know, a marketing tool. It was fun. It got me excited for this trailer. And the thing that I would say is probably the biggest takeaway is that no matter which one you pressed, you automatically got it. Like, I feel like if you... It should have been that only if you pressed the red pill, you should have gotten the teaser. If you pressed the blue pill, the, the website should have shut down. That's just my opinion. I thought it would have been fun to have a little bit more of an interaction uh, in that sense. Uh, however, that's already in the past. We've already gotten the official trailer. It came out today. I am super excited for this film. This film has been uh, talked about for so long and because of all the issues with COVID-19 and the pandemic and things being shut down, it's uh, made a detrimental uh, blow to a lot of production companies and a lot of filming for a lot of things that we all love and we all have seen the effect in the film industry and the television industry and all the things are being slightly affected in different ways. So the production of this was pushed. And now, instead of being released back in May of this year, it's now going to be released at the end of this year in December, uh, close to the end, close to Christmas, I believe. And unfortunately, that doesn't mean that we're getting the same month that uh, John Wick is going to be releasing as well. I remember one big thing was that it was meant to be this battle between the Keanu Reeves films, the the fourth installment of The Matrix, and then the fourth installment of John Wick, released the same weekend, two days apart. That was a big thing back in May, when they were both supposed to be done, and unfortunately neither of them were finished. So John Wick 4 still has a release date of next year, in May, uh, May 2022. Uh, but this Matrix film is coming out this year, so within a couple of months. So it's pretty much done, it's in its production level, we got a really fantastic trailer really excited about it and it just looks like a nice a, a nice added bonus to what we got in the universe so far with the first three films now i'm not going to go into uh the the symbolism that a lot of people have been attaching to it especially with what's uh what is um the Rakowski brothers and all oh, the Rakowski sisters i should say now forgive me and uh, any of the symbolism that people attach to it. I don't really get into things like that, you know, like I can compare that to, say, Supernatural. A lot of people were, like, utilizing what they wanted some of the stories to be, especially, like, the relationship between, like, Dean and Castiel. And there was a lot of things that people really did too deep of a dive into. And I always relate it to... 
uh, um, what's his name? Sean Cunningham. He's the director of the very first Friday the 13th. I might have brought this up in the podcast before. But I saw him at the New York City Horror Film Festival. And he had a Q&A after, you know, a showing of the first movie and whatnot. And he had a Q&A right before he was given an award for, you know, the beginning of one of the greatest franchises uh, of the 80s, I believe, or something of that nature. I forget what the award was for. But he was given a Q&A. And people were standing up and asking him questions like, what was it like, you know, seeing what Friday the 13th became? You know, is there any sort of, um, could, is there any sort of thing that you would have done differently and all that stuff? And then one of the people was like, do you connect the symbolism of the forest, meaning like uh, uh, a person's virginity and the idea of the premarital sex going on with throughout the film, a symbolization of how teenagers shouldn't be having sex before marriage? Did Was there any of that notion in the script when you wrote it for the first time? And it was one of those bizarre questions of how people draw to conclusions because they want to see more meaning in something than there really is. And he flat out said, I don't know where anybody got that from. We wrote a horror movie. That's it. So anybody's interpretation is up to them. But that wasn't our intention when we moved forward. So now, regardless of what anybody can come out and say about, say, these films or even this film, and regardless of what the Rakowskis uh, have done or uh, what's um, the, the, the... the coming out or the changes they have been making, regardless of any of that, you can make the connections as you want. But if you were to interview any of them back then, they probably would have said something very similar because a lot of the times people write movies and they don't write them with any sort of other underlining meaning. You know, it's not all Christopher Nolan. It's not all Martin Scorsese. It's not all these films that have these deeper meanings. Sometimes people just write films to write films and the symbolism just so happens to pop out. And sometimes it only pops out to us fans. So I do understand why people want to see the symbolism. I never saw the symbolism, but then again, I'm not part of that community, so I can't really say anything about that. But I'm taking this movie as just a fan and the trailer itself is just a nice shining light on what we could have moving forward in terms of what the possibilities are because it doesn't give too much away. It gives us what we want. It gives us more Matrix, you know, esque fighting and stylistic perspective and whatnot. Like the Matrix had a very specific style, and I feel a lot of that um, uh, radiating is the word I'm trying to find. I feel a lot of that radiating from this trailer. Now, the, the fun thing about this trailer is also the idea of it doesn't really tell you 100% you know where this fits it's it its name is Resurrections so the fourth film is titled The Matrix Resurrections which to us implies that you know this is another telling of Neo you know in the in the second film i believe where he meets the creator the creator tells him that you are one of many neos that have come before you and there's always been a different decision being made and different personality traits so this is just the next iteration of neo which is what some people go to but i even went through the comments of the original youtube video that was posted i believe it was on uh machinima or ign i forget what channel it was originally saw uh, on that i saw it on but i was going through the comments of that four hours after it was posted, and I was reading a lot of these other people saying some things that were just really eye-opening and really made you think. So, in the trailer, you see these things that lead you to believe that maybe there's there's a, a new way that the machines have been able to kind of trick people, 
you know, and kind of open people's, um, not open people's minds, but like close people's minds, I should say. And they, there's a scene where uh, Neo's holding a whole bag of like blue pills and he throws them all into a sink. So that's like the concept, like, okay, the, the, the machines are getting smarter with how they're manipulating people in the Matrix. So is this a retelling of the story or is this now a more revamped version because now the machines have gotten smarter? You know, you also got to think that they probably didn't think of this when it came to the films almost 20 years ago, when you really think about it. The films were 15, 20 years old. Uh, and then somebody else pointed out that it's possible that this new film isn't necessarily a prequel, or not necessarily a sequel, but a prequel, because there's, there's a certain level of technology missing from the originals that they're able to portray now, because cell phones weren't that big of a deal back in 2003 and 4 and 5 and when the films first came out. So you have these other films that are that are not really connected to where technology is now. And now you have this film. So maybe the good premise is showing that where, where humanity eventually led to that this is now the, the end all that led into what the story was prior to all these other Neos. And this Keanu Reeves Neo is the first Neo. And this is where he awakens people. And, you know, that's the trailer doesn't really lead you down that path, but it is a, uh, an interesting perspective that was brought up in the comments under the under the video. And it's something that really opened my eyes, too. It's like, even if you see uh, the idea of a different Morpheus, that could also be a younger Morpheus being played by um, uh, the... the the guy who played in the Candyman film that just came out this year. And he did a tremendous job, and I think he's a great actor, and I'm looking forward to him uh, portraying Mor uh, Morpheus now. And we're also going to see the return of Carrie Ann Moss and Jada Pickett-Smith, and we're going to see a lot of people uh, come back. I think the only one that's not coming back is Hugo Weaving. I think Hugo Weaving's not involved in this film. I, didn't, I don't remember seeing him in the trailer... Um, but there are a lot of other people. I know Christina Ricci is involved in some way, shape, or form. Uh, Telma Hopkins. Um, who else? Uh, there's somebody else I recognized in the film, in the trailer. Can't remember the name of them off the top of my head, but all the people that I've realized that are coming, uh, back for it, including people reprising roles from the other films. It's just nice to see that this is going to be a sequel to a series that we're definitely do and it's probably coming a great time in what the story is portraying and it's really a good question to ask what this film actually could bring to the table is it going to be sequel-esque is it going to be prequel-esque is it going to be maybe even mid-story like why not think that way why not think mid-story when it comes to the idea of you know there being multiple versions of a neo and us kind of seeing like the the 11th iteration or the 10th iteration or something this could just be another one. This could be like the fifth iteration. Uh, I know that there's um, the the Hunger Games trilogy that's uh, became four films. It's three books, and that author came out with a fourth book that's technically a prequel, but not necessarily a prequel to the storyline of the three books because those three books take place at the seventy fifth annual Hunger Games. And her fourth book takes place at the 25th annual Hunger Games. So this could easily just be another iteration of Neo that just had a different storyline, a different background. Uh, there's no question that 
we aren't going to be a hundred percent sure of what to expect from this film, just as much as we didn't know what to expect from the first three. Even though the the, the first film kind of just kickstarted this this fantastic universe and built into what the other two were, and even going back to what I was saying before, a lot of the symbolisms people people took a lot of the symbolism in those films as like being very you know um, religious orientated and Jesus orientated and of that kind of nature, and that could be true too. But that could be true to just those fans and what's nice about a film like this is the concept of what it is that you take away from it and i don't you know disregard anybody and what they take away from it all i'm saying is you know look at it through multiple lenses and that's what i'm doing i do see what the lgbtq community sees from it i do see what the religious community sees from it but me as a fan i just see it for the 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 quality film that it is and whether or not it's good storytelling and to me you know, maybe the third one could be a bit iffy, you know, but the first two is fantastic. Not only is the f- the first one setting a, set a precedent for action films moving forward, but the second one was a great iteration after the fact. Getting to see Neo doing all that fighting stuff, and now in this new trailer where we're getting to see kind of a more of an extension of those powers, it just op- it, it opens up questions that we're not going to know until the film finally releases. And it's it is a little upsetting that only one of the Wachowskis is doing it. Um, I, I'm not sure why uh, one of the sisters didn't want to do the film again. I remember reading something. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I think she was doing another project uh, while Lana Wachowski did this one. The sister went off and did a different one. I'm not I'm not 100 percent certain why uh, they didn't decide to do the fourth one together. But I am glad we finally are getting it, and it has an official release date after everything that's been going on. And this trailer was very, very good when it comes to what you would be expecting from... Not giving you too much, but giving you enough to make these questions exist and to make you keep you asking questions. Sometimes trailers give you too much, and I think this trailer was just that that sweet center of just enough where... I don't know what exactly is going to happen, but I'm super looking forward to it, and I cannot wait to, f- to finally get the fourth iteration, and to just get more Keanu Reeves films, because he's fantastic. Let's just keep getting more Keanu Reeves films, please. <laughs> 